place accountably. Good evening, everyone, and online. Just a few brief words from me this evening. Um, I was recalling that uh, Joko used to give a, uh, a, a talk. She usually, she came back to this metaphor over and over again and gave several talks on it. And it's, as you'll see, it's a metaphor that's not environmentally very correct these days, but if you can bear with me with the metaphor. It's about black coal and brown coal. And um, she said where she grew up in a Midwestern country town that, um, that everyone knew that black coal, when you burnt it, you know, in a fire, um, it didn't have any smoke left over, just burnt up completely, like, and there's nothing left over. Mm-hmm. But if you use brown coal, it was, it was dirty coal because there'd be a whole lot of smoke and everything around because it didn't burn cleanly. And she was using this as a metaphor for Zen practice. That Zen practice is like black coal. It's like you get burnt up, like you give yourself over to every moment. You get burnt up completely. So there's nothing left over. No smoke hanging around. Smoke would metaphorically be, I suppose, a lot of thinking and concepts, you know, that that hang around when we do things and self-doubt and stuff like that. So the spirit of Zen practice is to, even though we may may have self-doubts, you know, and ambivalence and hesitation, that we we practice actually giving ourselves to each moment and, and turning up 100% present and engaged in what we do. So in even the little acts that we do in a, in a session, you know, or in a Zen meeting, um, uh, when, when we light the incense and we place the incense, you know, before the Buddha, it's like we do it, like, completely. Like, we're there. It's not just a sort of a thing we've got to do and rush on to the next thing. Like, we're right there and doing it with, with conviction. Mm-hmm. And when we bow, you know, it's like we're right there and we're doing it with conviction. Um, when we're walking, we're doing it with conviction. When we're sitting, we're doing it with conviction. It's important to to bring that into um, every, every aspect of our our life, and it's uh, it, what comes with it is uh, I can't put it better than this. It's a sense of belonging, not necessarily belonging to a group, but it's belonging to the beach that you're walking along or the park that you're walking along or the road that you're driving on. It's like you belong here, right? So that sense of belonging is a sense of com- completeness in the, in the present moment as well. And if we reflect on what, what stops us from giving ourselves 100% to what we're doing, well, partly it can be um, sort of apathy, or mindlessness or something like that. Um, But it also can be uh, self-doubt, like like always constantly questioning ourselves and being divided in ourselves, you know, keeps us um, operating like brown coal rather than black coal. (laughs) And um, so the self-doubt is measuring ourselves against ideals, but there's something else 
that goes deeper to um, our core um, is that we often don't give ourselves completely to something because we fear we're going to make a mistake, you know, or we're going to get it wrong, or we're not going to be liked, or we're going to be judged. And that, that core belief drives our, our, our difficulty in just giving ourselves completely to each moment. Um, I've mentioned this statement before, but it's worthwhile mentioning again. In my, in my Irish music group many years ago, I really remember the, the words of one of our um, leaders who was commenting on a, a member who used to be there, who was a piper, and he'd already gone back to America. And, and, and he, was, he became very proficient in, in his, you know, playing his musical instrument. Um, and um, Chris, the, um, the, the leader of our group, said the reason why he was so good is one, he practised a lot. Well, that's pretty common sense. And the second thing he said, and he was prepared to make an idiot of himself. Mm-hmm. He was prepared to get up there and make mistakes and just keep on going, you know. And I thought that's a really good, really good uh, teaching for Zen students, right? Practice a lot and be prepared to make an idiot of yourself. Right? So, in practicing Zen, um, it, it's a matter of, um, you know, if we if we if we take our ego out of it, then we just we just go along, sometimes we do things well, it's just sort of blundering along and not worrying about the mistakes, right? And if you, if you get rid of that fear of making mistakes or you just roll with the fear and you do it anyway, you know, and make an idiot of yourself, well, if you keep on making an idiot of yourself, you'll become very wise. Mm-hmm. I think um, William Blake said something to that effect, right? A wise person is a fool who's persisted in their folly. But if you're always holding back and ambivalent and hesitant because you're fearing looking foolish or making a mistake, you'll always be stuck. You'll always be divided in this duality. So it's kind of a... The Zen approach to life is like, regardless of whether you look good or you don't look good or you're making mistakes or it's all working it out, just roll into the next moment and roll into the next moment and roll into the next moment. Mm-hmm. And, and if, you, if you practice like that, um, then you, you do get to, to have a sense of more of a, a sense of flow in your life. You just roll with whatever's happening. But self-doubt can be, can be very, very crippling. I, I know from when I was younger, I was full of it, you know. I doubt my doubts. <laughs> and um, it, 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 it does interrupt the harmony, the flow and the sense of giving yourself over to each moment of your life. So just in your everyday activities as well as in you know, the formal practice of a, a dojo, just practice giving yourself completely to, to each thing you do um, and, and embrace the mistakes. Embrace looking silly. Embrace not getting it perfect. Um, and that's the, that's the way forward in practice.